Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Yep. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York. Yep. The ESPN New York app. Yep. Or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN. Got the number one pick in the NHL draft with the men that can't seem to stop. Do something dumb, that's an observation. CLT make them need to run. That's every trash, EMT for short. Wonder if we best once you peep the score. Up at the crack of dawn, top stories of the morning. While you yawn and grab your coffee, rise to shot with 98.7. This is drop time. We provide highlights from your favorite teams. Got David Rick making plenty of picks. It's rule 76. Oh, yes. We flipped the calendar. February the 1st. DiPietro and Rothenberg with you. 98.7 ESPN. This portion of the show driven by the All-American Ford Auto Group. The Number one volume Ford Group in the Northeast. Huge locations in Paramus, Hackensack, Old Bridge, and Point Pleasant. Shop allamericanford.net. That's allamericanford.net. Before we get to the Knicks and what was a really just a very painful, difficult game to watch last night, we'll get to the football. Aaron Rodgers feels like that is a, a, a story that continues and has more excitement around it. Before we get to any of it, and, of course, let you know that Wednesday, hump day, Stump Rothenberg at 745. We say good morning to everyone's favorite goalie. And that, of course, is my best friend, Rick DiPietro. Good morning, Rick. How are you? Good morning, David. I'm doing fantastic. I got some big, beautiful, big, beautiful breaking news for you at some point, whenever you want it. Big wait, news! Wait, wait. Jazz hands! <laughs> All right. G- give, me, give me something. Is it, is it sports-related? Is it show-related? Like, wh- where is the big news stem from? Show-related. Show-related big yep. news. Here, here's what my guess is going to be. You were up in Bristol yesterday. That's right. And you ran into someone that said something about the show. Uh, no, that did happen, but that's not the big, beautiful the breaking big news. news. I don't I know. Like, is it, that. Is, it, is it worthy of leading the show at the big news? Is it something we, we shelve and bring back later in the 6 or 7 o'clock hour? I don't, I, I don't know the big news, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave it up to you. I think we could probably shelve it. I just wanted to tease it to let you know. That there is some news I'd, I'd like to share. I think you guys will all be proud of me. Really? Yeah. I think we're typically very proud of you. This could take it to a different kind of level, though. I like it. I like it. By the way, isn't today a big day in your life? Today is a hum- uh, humongous day in uh, not my life, yeah, but my wife's well, life. Well, yep. I, I mean, it, it is in your life because your your wife is maybe the biggest part of your life, and she's celebrating a, a whopping big birthday today. Big, huge birthday. Yep. Gonna, well, I'm not going to tell you her age, but it's no, a big birthday. No, 30. She's not overly excited 20. about it. Yeah. But uh, we will take today to just celebrate her greatness. Yes, I think we should. Happy happy birthday. Because I- without her, there would be no me. I can promise you all that. Yeah. No, I, I feel the same way about you and about me, and I agree with that. I think there'd be an RJ without Ange, though. Like, I think RJ is a fully functional human being. 
Unless all of a sudden they didn't have his yogurt to Costco, and then who the hell knows where he ends up. And then he's in the fetal position in the corner. That but could send him into a spiral. Right. But if one of the three of us you'd look at and say, which one is the, is the least reliant on their significant other? Not that he doesn't love her, not that he doesn't need her and, and or want her, but least reliant? Clearly, RJ. Yeah, he is. I mean, he's the youngest of the three of us, and he's the most mature adult of the three of us. Not, not, I don't even think it's a, it's a question. No, I don't even think we're in the same, I mean, same, same atmosphere. No. With him. Stra- I think it would be stratosphere. But, atmosphere, yeah. stratosphere. Well, you know what I'm talking about. I know what you're talking it's about, and early. I fully, fully and wholeheartedly agree with you. So I'll, I'll text you later, maybe with a, 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 just a special message for your lovely wife. But before we even get started with the day, that's, that's the theme of the day. Big birthday, happy birthday to Cass. From all of us to her. Okay? You make sure you, you send that along. I absolutely will. All right. So we have Stump Rothenberg today. That's good oh, news. Oh, yeah. We, right? 745 Stump Rothenberg. That's, that's good news. You know what's not good news, Rick? Uh, the Knicks? Yeah. I, I, yeah. I tell you. And, and you know what? This, it occurred to me last night as I'm watching the game. And they, it goes to overtime. They have a little mini comeback, and then it goes to overtime, and then, of course, they lose it in overtime. Most teams, they have the momentum. It goes to overtime. They win. Not, not the Knicks, right? But it occurred to me why I got so annoyed at you last week when you were crapping all over that win against Boston. You know why? Because there's so many times to do it. There's so many mornings to wake up and destroy them that a win is not a morning. I'm going to do it. But last night, so frustrating, so annoying, and it really defined why I can't stand Julius Randle. I just don't understand why you put him in that spot in that moment. Like the most likely to make to make that decision on the court of the five guys, and now R.J. Barrett didn't play, and we could talk about that in a little bit. Just quickly was the better option for Tom, you know, for for Tibbs in that moment. That's a problem, though. I mean, it's almost the last seven minutes of the fourth. I mean, that's what six fifty one of the fourth all the way through overtime. He went with that lineup, so yeah, that's a problem. But uh, I mean, I just don't know why. Like, why the ball is not in Jalen Brunson's hands in that spot? Well, he, uh, why is he inbounding the ball? Like, what what are we doing? Well, unless the thought was, I mean, that did I, uh, do we have, I, we had to have some tip sound. Oh, the we, got, we have that, a lot of tip sound. The thought that was that Randall was going to draw the two and then he could, and then kick it over? Take a shot at dish it. <laughs> really? You thought Randall was going to draw the double team and then, and then be unselfish? And, and also, it takes him forever to make these decisions and to get stuff done. You had four seconds left. Well, it's not only just that, though. It was the, I mean, then you go to, I mean, you go to overtime where you had the the ridiculous. I mean, is that come on? Can we can we all be honest here for a second? What could you really tell if that was a goaltending or not? If that was a goaltender or not? Uh, it didn't look like a goaltend. Uh, yeah, but I mean, that was so. Uh, I mean, if it takes you that long to decide whether or not if it's called a goaltend, and it takes you that long to decide whether or not it is. I mean, can we just say okay, inconclusive? But I mean, yeah, that's the, that I, I get, that I counts. Guess. That's one twenty three twenty. But even so, you go, you get the, you get a stop, and then Randall has the travel. And then oh, you get yeah, when he, when he was like running across the floor, yeah. Right, he tries right. to get up on the break, and then Westbrook makes a shot off the glass. And then for some reason, I don't know why, Hartenstein's taking a corner three for some reason. But yeah, I very, mean, the execution. Very frustrating. I just don't understand why that's the, I get that Tibbs loves Randall, and Randall does, I mean, he does draw a lot of attention. But I mean, I think we've seen it enough where he's, the one the, the person on the team best suited to make the right decision in those moments is Brunson. And and last night he was great. Like it's not like you look at Brunson and you say, Boy, Brunson is struggling and Julius is great. So let's get it to Julius and kind of feed the beast. If there was a, a beast that needed to be fed, it was Brunson. It was one of his best I mean, he was phenomenal in that game last night. Why yeah, would Julius you Randall not, not have get a good the night. ball to him? 
Julius Randle did not have a good night. He was six no. nineteen. His numbers look fine, but he did not have a good night. When you listen, Julius, when you look at his numbers, almost any night you're going to look at that at them and say, "Oh, he scored twenty two and had an eleven or twelve or fourteen and four assists." They're always going to look okay, but you have to look up past the numbers. He was not good last night. No, I mean of all the people, I'm telling you, like that was the, that's I'm sure that's every Knicks fan's thought in that moment is why the hell is is why the hell is Julius the one now, especially in this game. I get he's one of your best players, and I'm usually the first on the show to defend him, but a, a night where he didn't shoot well, Brunson, I mean, Brunson had 16 in the first half. He ends up with 37 for the game, but, I mean, he's like he's the guy that's going to make the right play. He's going he's to get himself in the spot to make, you know, to give you the best chance with the best shot, or he's going to make the, the play out of whatever double team they throw at him. You want the ball to go through your best player, and without question, your best player last night was Jalen Brunson. Why they decided to have him inbounded? Go to Randall. Uh, the only thing I could think of. But did you from, see? Hold on. Did you see where Randall ended up, though, Dave? It was like not only he, that. He was he 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 ended up in no man's land, and he was double teamed by maybe the best two defenders in the NBA. Well, because they all know what he's trying to do. He gets to that spot and he tries to get to his left. And as soon as LeBron, like LeBron James, came down with the double team, but even if he doesn't, like he's got the shot that he's going to have to make it's, it, off the. It looked like it was going to have to be over the edge of the backboard. Yeah, there was no chance it. he was going to make that shot. That is not the play. The play is get the ball to him and get rid of it quickly when you see that there's a double going to you. And he didn't. I don't even think he thought about giving the the ball up in that situation. Well, I think LeBron did a pretty good job of of waiting, but still. I would rather the ball in Jalen Brunson's hands in that moment. By the way, I mean Jalen Brunson's your best one-on-one player anyway. Of course he is, and and he's he's your best passer. So what are we doing here? Why? He, my question would be: Why is Brunson inbounding the ball? Unless I, the I plan was to get it right back to him. But even so, what? Why? Why? What are you doing? Yeah, I don't know. I, listen, you're asking me questions I can't answer. I just know in that moment, if I'm Tom Thibodeau, my, the play I'm drawn up has Jalen Brunson with the ball in his hands making the decision. Right? Like that's. I mean, that's how it has to be. Unless, I, I like, unless you're right, like unless Julius Randle's just on like, just on a heater and he's just having one of those games where it's different. Well, let's get this guy the ball because he's just everything he shoots he makes. I mean, if he's 15 to 22 and he's got you know 38 points and he can't miss, that's different. But that was not the case. In fact, I thought he was not very good at all offensively. And who was your best offensive player last night? It's not even a question. Your best offensive player was Jalen Brunson. So in the biggest moment of the game, let's have him inbound the ball and be out of the play. What sense does that make at all? And I'm not quizzing you. I know you agree with me. I'm just it's it's so frustrating cuz you see it happening all the time. Well, I just think in those moments, I mean we've seen enough of this and even when he's I mean he's great and trust me, I think that Julius Randle is is a really good player and he's having an unbelievable season, but just in those moments, like the reason why you brought Jalen Brunson here is for those moments. Like I th- I mean I, I don't know how you don't trust him at like, I know he trusts him, but I don't know, man. I mean, it was a head scratcher to me that that was the that was was how we were going to try to win this game with with him with the ball in his hand, knowing they were going to double him at some point. Uh, let's let's hear from Thibodeau. Uh, here he is on the last play of uh, of regulation. There's three options on that play, and so they have to read the defense. LeBron was on Jalen, and uh, Davis was on Julius. Depending on what they're doing, it can go either way. So there's there's options on that play. That's why it's set up the way it is. Stop yeah, but it. why? Here's my problem, though. Why give him the options, though? What give you, Brunson the options. What, right. What, what what option do you think? Let's see, Julius. You can take the ball to the basket and try and score, or you can dish it off to someone else who's going to have a better matchup. What option do you think Julius Randle's going to take a hundred times out of a hundred? 
Well, don't get me wrong either. LeBron James did a good job, but still, like I, that's that's not the point. The point is, if the play is drawn up with the, these different options, let Jalen Brunson be the one to make the decision in that moment. Because, I mean, that's, again, he's the guy, he's your best ball handler. He's the guy that's supposed to be the one that distributes, that's supposed to have the ball in the big moments to either, you know, tie a game or win a game. Not to mention the fact that he was your best offensive player last night. It's so frustrating. But it's the same thing. It's the same thing all the time. I mean, quickly had a, listen, quickly had a better, I mean, a better I, night I thought offensively. They, I thought they got themselves back into the game early because of quickly. I thought he was excellent last right. night. Hartenstein was great in the first half, too. Yeah, I don't know. I just it's like you see it so many times. It's just like I mean, how how is everyone saying the same thing and yet the play is drawn up the way it's drawn up? It, like, it'll I mean, never how make many sense. times do you have to see it. And again, just to go back to it, that's why when they they beat Boston, I couldn't crush them because I know. I mean, look at what they've done. They have that that win. You feel a little decent about it, and you're you're upset. I heard K had had the same tact as you, and I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to go there. I'm excited by it. It's a win against maybe the best team in the Eastern Conference, and you follow it up with a game where you don't show up at all, and a game where you. You're right there, and you can't get the win at home against it. Let's be fair. That's not a good Lakers team. No, but it's it, – I was going to just swear there, but it, it's it's garbage, though. <laughs> no, seriously. Like, we talked about this all day yesterday with the NBA and, and how you know, players with low management and Kyrie and everything else. But this is garbage, though, is that is that the Nets team gets to face the Lakers without LeBron. I said LeBron. that yesterday. I know, but it just it made me even more angry that we lost, and that was the case. Yeah, because you know why? And everyone said, oh, no, there's a rivalry. This is a two a two-team city. No, it's not. Listen, the Nets are the better team. I'm not arguing that. Nobody cares about the Nets. If they cared about the Nets, they wouldn't all take the night off against the Nets and all come out and play on, on Broadway against the Knicks. Can we get off to a better start, please? I when mean, they, you're at they home. five points like eight minutes into the game. They started off two for 15. Oh, it was dreadful. It was dreadful. That game, that game annoys me so much, and it gets no easier. So well, now you have you Miami, hear- who won a, a, an important game against Cleveland last night, and then you get the Clippers... And all of a sudden, this oh, fighting for the sixth seed. You're gonna, you know what you're gonna be doing, and you're a week away now from the trade deadline. It's a week from tomorrow. You're gonna be fighting for the nine seed the way you're playing right now. Yeah, but did you hear what Julia said before after the Nets game when they played the Nets? Oh, that they just didn't have it. Hey, we just weren't ready for whatever reason. How does that happen? I, I, I mean, I, I don't know. I find this team so incredibly annoying and frustrating. Yeah, because it feels like they—I mean—they—they have talent, man. They got good players. They don't have a superstar, but they got good players. Like this is one of those teams that you watch play, and you're like, okay, there's there's no like you saw when they played when they played Brooklyn and what Kyrie did in the fourth quarter, right? It's like okay, it's closing time. Superstar steps up, he's going to take us home. They don't really have that, right? Like that's not—they no. don't have someone at that level. Which means that when you're a team like that and you don't have someone at that level, that. You have to, like, your system has to be what, what makes the difference for you. Like, you're so good. Everyone has a role in the system, and because you play the system so well, it, it makes up for the fact that you don't have a superstar. And then you watch last night, and slow start, get themselves back in. It quickly is great in the first half. Hartenstein's great in the first half. And then, you know, you get fortunate because LeBron makes the three late, and then he falls in love with it, and he makes he decides... Because the Knicks were in, in the penalty with almost five, with 4.45 left in the fourth quarter. Yeah, Lakers really kind of hemorrhaged down the stretch there, too. Right, I got LeBron yeah. settling for a long two, a three. He misses, like, gives us a chance, and then we have the ball at home with the chance to win this game. And the play that we draw up is, hey, Julius, we're going to give you the ball, and you'll have three different options. Just make the right choice. Right, yeah, because that's what you want. Because Julius Randle is going to unload the ball in that moment. It's never going to happen. It doesn't happen. 
It shouldn't go through him. It's so frustrating. It's so frustrating. 1-800-919-3776. So as we sit here now, the Knicks are in the seventh spot with 25 losses. Hawks, Wizards, 26. Bulls, 27. Pacers, 28. Raptors, 29. That's a lot of teams that are right there now. You need to win these games. That's yeah, all bunched up. All bunched up. All bunched up is right. I all think right. the better so, question, though, is are you better? I mean, are you better than Miami? Are you better than You're Cleveland? not better than Miami, no. Okay, so, I mean, so we're now what we're saying. We're not going to be you, – you don't think we have any chance to be a six seed then? Any chance, I wouldn't say. Ex- expectation, no. You're not, no, you're, you're, you're going to be in that 7 to 10 range. Ugh. No, you're going to be the the only team you have a chance to catch is Miami. I'll tell you what, that game on on Thursday night against Miami is a monster basketball game. Yeah, I, I don't disagree at all. But I mean, you know, we have to figure out the end of these games, man. Have oh, to. it's been a problem for a long time. Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play, and. Boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere. Dave. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo! Over here! Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. So annoyed by that game last night. So annoyed. Such a terrible loss. The whole thing aggravated me, though. I think it was you that started it for me. Yeah, I mean, a bad mood. I'm like, this is, this is garbage. What did, I, what did I do? Oh, no, because you pointed it out, and you're absolutely right. This is garbage, man. Like, everyone knew that Anthony Davis and LeBron James were going to play last night. Of course they were going to play. Yeah, we'll LeBron, LeBron had the ankle. They were going to test the ankle pregame to right. see if it, it, it was able to, to go during the game against the Knicks. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure at the Garden on Broadway against the Knicks, primetime national television, that ankle's going to figure out a way to be okay. Yeah, a third triple-double at MSG. Come on, man. That's a joke. I told you. Know, you. you know what pissed me off, too, was they're down 110-108, and they had the, the four-shot possession. Oh, my God. Ugh. And it was such great offensive rebounding. They kept getting wide open looks, and they just continued to miss them. 
continue uh, to miss them. Other teams don't. The, 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 when, when other teams get that, those are game-defining possessions, right? It's like, remember when they had four chances and they hit the three and they went up and then they never relinquished it and they ran away with the game? Yeah, I do. Right? But, uh, yeah, but, not, do, not, but not the Knicks. But no. No, I mean, that and just, uh, again, I just don't understand. Like, I, I, like, I like Tibbs a lot. And I think there's been some criticism. I mean, the two big criticisms of Tibbs is that he wears his players down, which, listen, I have no problem with. Uh, I mean, guys, I, I want guys that play hard, play defense. So if they if they wear down, that's that's what's going to happen. But the other one is, is you know, offensively. Is, is he able to uh, – I mean, he's a great defensive coach, but does he have, you know, does he have the creativity offensively? Doesn't feel like it. And for him to drop that play, man, uh, and then try to explain it. Like, okay, that's fine. Draw it up, but draw it up. You draw it for the wrong guy. Uh, absolutely, you did. And that, that's such, I mean, did you need to take a timeout for that? Uh, for him, no. For I mean, that, really, no. for, for that, if I had said to you, what do you, God, what, what do you think is going to happen? You would have said, they're going to give it to Randall, or he's just going to dribble and take some ridiculous shot. Down to the it's baseline. Exactly, like, you didn't, need a, you didn't need a timeout for that. No. No. I mean, it, I, I don't know. It's tough to it's tough to explain. I was again, it's just the, more of what we've seen though. That's that that's the worst part. Yes, it is. The best coach teams is like the teams when they take a timeout and they come out. What kind of play are they running? And to come out with that and then and this is you know it's it's often this. Listen, I think Tibbs is fine. I don't love him. I don't hate him. I think he's you know guys play for him, but I mean. End game moments are not good for this team. Yeah, but I mean it's the job of the coach, man. In those moments, like you, I mean, again, this is. Julius Randle has earned his trust. It's clear. He loves Julius Randle, and that's fine. Julius Randle's played really well for him. That's great. But, I mean, you bent over backwards to bring in Jalen Brunson, and he's been, I mean, nothing short of amazing for us. And last night he was great. That's my point, though. Yes. Like, and that's why, again, it's why you bent over backwards, to bring in a point guard that could facilitate the offense, make it easier for everyone else. I don't need Julius to make it easier for Jalen. I need Jalen to make it easier for everybody else. Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. Here's one more from Tom Thibodeau on Randall's decision uh, on that final play in regulation. I thought he, he did a good job of catching the ball because they jumped to the outside, catching the ball where he did. And, and again, I thought the attack and the mindset was good. Now, what he had was he had the pursuit from, and he's got the clock working against him as well because, uh, you know, where we were with the clock, and LeBron was chasing, so he's coming from behind. It's easy to look, you know, I want, again, I want to see the film, so we'll take a look at it and, you know, see what, if there's anything we could have done differently on it. All right, so we're going we're gonna to make excuses. That's fine. But LeBron, like LeBron, is one of the yeah. smartest players in the history of the NBA. Right? Absolutely. And anyone you talk oh. to, like I saw, you know, how how his mind works. Like, Tibbs was saying it the other day about him. Like you, everyone on the Lakers knew exactly what, when Randall gets in that spot. You saw it all game long. He's going to try to spin and get to his left every single time. And LeBron knew exactly what was coming. And he waited because he's smart. I mean, that's just a, he waited till they had no time, and then he doubled, and then there was no there's no right. way he could kick it out at that point. So it was going to be. You know, Julius Randle against two of the elite defenders in the NBA. Exactly right. Yeah, it's great. All right, let's get to the calls. People all fired up about that's this from that, last night. What do you mean that's not how you like to draw? <laughs> you like to draw it up? I mean, if I had said to you, what's the worst thing you could possibly draw up? You'd say that. Right? I mean, what, that was as bad as it could possibly be, unless you turned it over. It's like drawing up a play in the NFL. Where it's it's almost like the Cowboys play with Zeke at center. Zeke, right? It was like the Giants. What do you get, Coach? Third and nine. What do you want to do? Just 
run forward as as far as you can. <laughs> no, here's the play, guys. We're going to have our best receiver, and we're going to have him run into double coverage against the two best corners on their team. Good luck. Yeah, that's that's the plan. Oh, so annoying. Joe in Queens. Good morning, Joe. You're on 98.7 ESPN. Hey, good morning, fellas. Thanks for having me on. Um, just wanted to say a few things really quick, and then I'll hang up and let you guys go. You know, being 38 years old, my hairline is already thinning because I wore ball caps longer than I should have. Now it's definitely due to the Knicks. I'm, I'm leaning towards just shaving it off. You know, when we had trash teams and we were losing, it was frustrating then. Having a team now that I, that I know can be good is even more frustra- frustrating when we lose uh, games like this. I, I would prefer to just watch a trash team if we're gonna if we're just going to lose. But uh, I want to touch on that last four-second play that you guys talk about. I think the play that was drawn up by Tibbs was fine. I completely blame Randall on, on that play. As someone who played and coached and I now ref AAU, um, that was a good drawn-up play. It's on Randall to know as an NBA player that that double team is coming. So you shouldn't be. He shouldn't have been making a move to look for his shot. He should have been playing it, knowing that that double is gonna is going to come. Because but that's Joe, what why you, why do you want? You tell here's my defendant. question for you. Let me interrupt you for a second. Why do you want Randall yeah, no being that decision maker and not Brunson? Like if because that, if you that want, same you play was for Brunson, two, I would feel okay. But you, that double. But that's what I was going to get to. As a coach, if I'm if I'm the Lakers coach or if I'm the defending coach, with four seconds left, I'm going to tell my guys. Give him two seconds, and in the last two seconds, bum rush, bum right. rush the double. Right. So if my two best players is Randall and Brunson, and I know that double is going to come, I want the ball in the hands of my taller player because I, of course, you know what what two players are going. It's going to be AD, and it's going to be LeBron. If that double, that same double team goes towards Brunson, can you trust the player that's only six, you know, six feet tall on the tippy toes, trying to pass over those two, or would you prefer Randall on that play? I I don't want it to go to Randall. I I, I, I know what you're saying, point. Joe. I, you well, Joe. see this. You don't want it to go to Randall because it's Randall, right? Now, had it been another player with that was that was of his height, you would that was had a better IQ. You would have wanted to go to that person because you can trust that that person is going to make that pass. Maybe, but now in in that situation, what, you got to play the odds. Do I am I going to trust that Randall that Randall is going to make that pass? Because he has the better chance to make it, or do I want to trust that Brunson is going to make the pass? But the likelihood of it getting tipped and stolen because he's, you know, he's getting towered over by these two guys. You got to, you got to play the odds. You got to, as you, as Rick just said, Tibbs has earned, Randall has earned the, uh, the trust of Tibbs. I don't know why, but he has. You know what I mean? Uh, and that play, I don't. I think it was a good drawn up play. I just think that the the the, the, the players. That it was for was unfortunately just you know Randall just didn't make a right decision. I don't think that he had it in his mind at all the past. He was not going to pass the ball never once. Thanks for the call, Joe. Oh, where was the outlet though? That that would be the other question I asked. Like I mean, where he dribbled the ball to? Where was the outlet going to be? With LeBron trailing for the double team, like where like Brunson? I mean, who was the outlet supposed to be? Was the ball supposed to like draw the double and then throw it back to Brunson? I mean, Brunson wasn't. It's not like Brunson put himself in a great spot either. Oh, I didn't. Honestly, I didn't even know where Brunson was on the play. I think he was up at top. He was up. I mean, he was up at, at the top by the three point line. I I don't know. I looked at that play and I watched it a lot of After times. After he inbounded it, yeah. N- never once did I think to myself, "Boy, that was well drawn up." And just Julius went, went Julius and went rogue. I just thought it was a terrible play call. Well, here's the thing though, because he's not wrong, right? Like, I mean, that, that, I understand the concept, and the and the guy most likely to draw the most attention has been Julius Randle. 
but it's do you trust Julius Randle to make the right play out of that double team? Do, uh, or, let me ask you, do you trust no. Julius Randle to make the right play? No, no, I don't. I don't care how tall Jalen Brunson is. If they if they send the double team, I'll take my chances with with Jalen Brunson. Yes, to find otherwise the open one on guy. one, he's one on one. He's a better player, and he was much better last night. It's just it's it's another rough loss, and this is the the world we live in. Feeling like you need a marketing degree and an extra day in your week to successfully market your small business? Let Constant Contact do the heavy lifting for you. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has powerful tools that make it easy to grow your audience, engage your customers, and sell more to boost your business. Now, in just a few clicks, you can launch a marketing campaign that's tailored to your business and goals. That includes email, social, SMS, and more. So you can sell more, raise more, and fast-track your business growth. Plus, you can always count on Constant Contact's award-winning customer support for guidance along the way. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Looking for more access to the show? Why? Because you know why. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at DR on ESPN. No R.J. Barrett. I mean, it's a big game. No R.J. Barrett at all down the stretch. Rick, that that speaks volumes. I mean, Tibbs has guys that are his guys, i.e. Julius Randle, and R.J. Barrett can't be on the court in the biggest moments of the game? Quickly in his mind was, was the better option. Was having the better game. I mean, R.J. Barrett through. I mean, through three quarters was uh, two for ten. But you don't think this is a problem? Um, is it a problem? Uh, it's not a great look. It's not a great. It's not a great look. If that. I mean, if that's what you feel like is your best option, with you know, in the last almost seven minutes of, of a game that you have a chance to win, and then overtime. You, you, do you think that we would ever get to a situation where five minutes to go in a game and overtime, Jalen Brunson's had a subpar game, and it's just like, all right, Jalen's not going to play. No, no, no. No, those uh, RJ RJ is apparently not at the level of. I think he views Brunson and Randall as his two best players, and then whoever else gives him the best, whatever three give him the best chance. I'll tell you what, Line he better plays. get to that level, and he better get there quickly. They need him to. I mean, we're sitting here talking about the trade deadline and everything else, but I mean, it's like he was the, he was the guy you pointed to. If this team was going to take that next step or be a a legitimate threat. To be a five seed or a six seed, like he was gonna have to, he was gonna have to step up, and not just be a good player. Like you drafted him with a third overall pick, the expectation is to be like 
you're hoping for him to be a perennial all-star. Right? Like, that's why, I mean, that's... Of course. Again, you had Zion... nothing like that. You had just, Zion go... Not. Well, you had Zion go one, Ja go two. You had R.J. Barrett three. Yeah, which is, which is, I mean, if you had to cuddle, marry, trash those three guys... If you had to, I, I think, I think, I think, I think, I think it's, it's obvious easy. now, actually. I think you married Ja, you cuddle Zion. You married Zion. Ja, you, you cuddle Zion, and you trash uh, R.J. I think that's a no-brainer. Yeah, I, I agree with you. All right, um, here's Tom Thibodeau. Why was R.J. Barrett benched down the stretch? We're just looking for a group to to get going, you know. So the group that was out there was what we went with. <laughs> well, here's the thing, though. Well, we know we know the group. I that said this to you. He's trying to because he's trying to dance around it. I said to you, I said this to you last week. When you look at so, you have Julius and RJ, who are I mean both uh, the way they like to score is is similar, right? But they're not like uh, RJ Barrett is not a good. Th- he's not a great three point shooter. No. Like, best fit for the lineup, and you saw it yesterday, was what can Quickly do? Quickly can shoot from three, right? Grimes can shoot from three. Yes. So now, and then, I mean, even Hartenstein on the floor is, is a better offensive option than, than Mitch is, but, I mean, uh, trust me, if we had Mitch, it's That's yeah, very different. But that makes more sense. Mitch is not a, a threat offensively, and now what you would, like, what you see a lot of these teams do is I have you know Jalen with the ball or Randall drawing the double team, and now I can kick it out to guys that can shoot threes, which is Grimes and Quickly. Like I, we, I mean, how many times have we said this about Leon Rose with the with the roster? It just doesn't. It's clunky. It doesn't feel well put together. It does not at all. All right, let's let's go. We got a lot of people lined up. I want to give everyone their two cents today. John in Huntington. Good morning, John. You're on ninety eight seven. Dave, Rick, morning, boys. Uh, before I get to my next point, I have a. Uh, a colossal confession to make. Um, I am the Chris Carlin uh, impersonator. Mad oh, wow. I've been calling the past two months. So John in Huntington. <laughs> I love it. Is, is the Chris Carlin impersonator. It's a very, very good nice. impersonation. It, it is. It is. You know, I felt I just owed it to the people to, to uh, throw that out there. But, no, as far as the Knicks, uh, I think there are 500 teams, to me, with this roster – they're kind of like a like a frustrating season long reversion to the mean. You know what I mean? Like they're gonna they're gonna revert back to what they are, no matter how good or bad it gets. And that's five hundred. We talk about the ascension of R.J. Barrett, and it's funny because it's like when I tell my wife I'm going to the gym. Like, you know, I want it to happen. I can see it happening, but like, I feel like we all know like what the story is. It's not happening. Um, Last thing before uh, I, I turn it back over to you guys. Do I unretire Carlin? Do I? I have a very good Keyshawn. I just, you know, I, I just want to make sure I'm giving the people what they want. Oh, I, we respect that. Do you work on these? Like, is it you spend time, you're in the shower, and you're like, well, he doesn't right, go to the gym. On this. Uh, well, I definitely don't go to the gym. That's for sure. <laughs> uh, no, it's I, not really. I mean, listen, I, I'm one of these hybrid types, right? I'm, I'm in the city a few days a week. The days I'm in, I listen to you guys religiously. So it's kind of impromptu. Like, you know, on the drive-in, I'll, uh, I'll call on impulse. Wow, you keep this up. You could, get a, uh, you could host a morning show in this town at some yeah, point. Yeah, you, you could. With well, voices yeah. and stuff. Who, who, well, who do you, who do, you do? So you got, you got Carlin, you got Keyshawn. Who else you got? I mean, I do a mean Michelle Scalise. Uh... <laughs> All right, so That's tomorrow this is what I want. This is what I want tomorrow, John. I want you to I want you to practice for whenever whenever you get some time today. Practice. I want a full on Keyshawn tomorrow. Oh, all right, done. All right, perfect. 
We look forward to that. <laughs> thank buddy. you. John. All right, boy. And thank you for that admission. I was I was wondering every night I go to bed I'm like who is calling is Carlin now I know. Oh, because he oh, wanted good. he wanted he wanted to out himself because now he's gonna be he's gonna be a big shot in Huntington. Well, you know what it is. Also, now it feels like he's taking that next step. Like he wants everyone to know who he is. Yeah, right? true people. He's look he's looking for celebrity status. Yeah, he's gonna be walking around Huntington. You know, goes into Basito, Tony Stacco's like, oh hey, we heard you on uh on. Rock I got my bar mitzvah suit in Huntington. Oh really? Yeah, and, and Marshes is—I don't know if that's still there. It's still there. Is it right? Oh, you are bougie. Marshes is a nice place. That's where you get your bar mitzvah suit. I'm just saying, it's a nice place. Probably an expensive suit. I, I love how you look at me as bougie, but you, who you know, spares no expense for anything, is—you uh, think I, I would have been happy going to J.C. Penney getting my bar mitzvah suit? I didn't care. Oh, yeah, well, because I, I was—I was—I grew up in the mean streets of, of Winthrop, Massachusetts, the and you're in the, the bougie these are mean streets of... where you take other people's remote controls and then control other people's no, TVs. No, it wasn't and have the time out, time out, time out, time yeah. out. It wasn't—it wasn't other people's remotes. It was I went out and purchased my own universal. So remote. you purchased your own. Uh, this is so good, by the way. But how do you? So so that remote worked on any television? Yeah, yeah. All you had to do was program it, so you'd see but what how kind could of TV. You, how, how do you know what kind of? TV everybody had that you could, oh, just you could just see it. it from you it would only work on TVs that you could see from the window so you'd see it it would say whatever the TV was and then I'd look up the code I would type it in and then I had full control of the TV so smart I was amazing so and and nobody ever turned around to realize that someone else is doing this no like what what person would think to themselves there's someone that just took control of my TV from the out, <laughs> from outside and is changing my channels the guy picked the TV up and spiked it he, he broke the TV smashed it he was dead cuz he was asleep and we turned it on and he was all he was all pissed off. He came down, shut it off. I waited for him to go back upstairs, and I, I turned it on and, and put the volume up. And he got fed up with it. So Did he turned you not it off feel again. remotely guilty that you just cost that man hundreds? No, because he wasn't nice. He was a bad neighbor. He was a bad man. Yeah, he was a bad neighbor. And then. Then the sec the, the last time I did it, he shut it off and turned his back, and I turned it right back on, and that's when that was the uh, the final straw. Wait, now was this man? He didn't get into Harvard. Couldn't he have unplugged the television? Uh, yeah, probably. That would have been the probably the best thing to do. <laughs> right. Like, you know what? Let me unplug it and call the repairman for tomorrow. But instead, this Mensa member decided, let me smash it. Smashed it. Okay. Yeah, it was aggressive. All right. Where do you Let's... think Such was at that point? I, I think Such was right behind you. or no. well, Either right behind you or home in bed. It's gone. Gone, yeah. Gone. He, is, not, he is not a guy. So you say, gonna... I'm not a foxhole guy. Such is not a foxhole guy. Such is definitely not a foxhole guy. He's out. I would actually take you before Such in the foxhole. How about that? I think you'd last longer. I think so, too. We tried to get Such a fake ID. He ran away. The guy's like, oh, we have your ID ready. And he's like, I don't want it. And he ran away. I got I got taken advantage of when, when I tried to get my first ever t- fake ID. I'm going to need that clipped, RJ. Just that yeah, that's first fine. Part. That's fine. So we're at t- Times. You want to hear the story? Of course. Times Square. Went to the Big East tournament. Probably like 15 or 16. A Times Square. I mean, that's that's a big deal, especially back in the day. It's a terrifying place. Walk up to a guy. He's like, I, I got fake IDs. You need f- fake IDs? Yeah. All right, 40 bucks each. Great. What name you want on it? The whole thing. 40 bucks name. That man never never showed up again. <laughs> took the money. <laughs> he just goes, took your just, 40 bucks? I'm just going to go. I'm going to go into the store right here. Gone. Dude, I'll tell you what. Gone. I had I had that. So we were in, uh, my wife took me to Canal Street for the first time. And they have like the, like the knockoff bags and everything else. Right, right. But I had no idea what the hell was happening. We were just like shopping around. They're like, oh, here, we have some of these. Uh, we have fake Gucci bags at this one place. And then all of a sudden, you're looking around. And then I don't know if it's because the, like, the cops are coming or whatever. But they close the door and lock it. And you're just stuck in, the, you're just stuck in there until it, like, things calm down. 
I had a nervous. I almost had a nervous breakdown. What they wouldn't let you leave the store? No, they don't let. They closed like the metal grate, and you can't get out. Well, that's not good. And you have to wait. That's not good. Ugh. All terrifying. right, let's get back to the next calls because they're so uplifting. Uh, Ted in the truck. Good morning, Ted. Good morning, Dave. Good morning, Rick. Um, What's going I, on, sexy Ted? Two- How are you? I got two <laughs> points to make about the Knicks. Uh, one is about Grimes. One is about Randall. If I got to keep watching Randall all year, it's going to drive me nuts. I've wanted him traded for for literally seasons now. The fact the the fact that the ball goes to him at the end is maddening. You got Grimes playing over, uh, uh, you know, over uh, uh, Barrett, and and he, you know, he's marked as some three point shooter. He's zero for five last night. He hasn't had over fifteen points in a month. Okay, I, I, I want to see Barrett out there over Randall and Grimes, and, and and Randall is sucking the development out of Barrett and Toppin. These guys need to be playing. I don't need to watch Randall anymore. Well, it's not going to happen. It, it, I mean, Ted, you, you can you smash I, your head into the wall, too, and be frustrated by that. It's not, it's not going to happen. Randall is Tibbs' guy, and he is going to play, and the offense is going to be run through him and Brunson, and that's it. And the sooner you accept it, the easier it will be to tolerate. Oh, I've accepted it. I just I, 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 I can't stand it. They need to trade him. He's, he's got a little bit of value right now. Get rid of him. The fact I heard that they can get Zach Levine possibly. I mean, I, I'd sign up for that tomorrow. I mean, come well, on. Where is Zach I mean, Levine this, playing this though? Not, uh, shooting guard over Grimes. All right, he's way better. I would he trade Grimes, Grimes and Randall and a first tomorrow. I think it was part of. I mean, it was part. Wasn't Grimes one of the reasons why they didn't yeah, they trade wouldn't make the trade? Mitchell? Yep. They love Grimes. They're kind of stuck in the middle here. Like they're in this weird spot. That's the worst spot to be in. Yeah, I know, but it's it's like because yeah, he's not wrong. Like I don't know what R.J. Barrett could could be or what his ceiling is, but it, he's uh, Ted's probably right. Like he's not going to reach whatever it was with with Randall here, and, and neither is is Toppin. But that I mean, if you get rid of Julius Randall, what are you? Uh, you just take a big step, you probably take a big step back, a huge step back. I mean, he, listen. I don't. You know, I don't like him, and I don't think you win with him. But the guy is twenty plus points and ten plus rebounds a game. That's that's a that's a big miss if you move on from him. Right. Depending on what you get back in return, but it's just like Tibbs. I mean, you know what the other problem is too is that when this team was at was at its best, they had. I mean, you threw and they had a legitimate bench unit that they would throw in. And you would take advantage, like you bet. Like one of the strengths of your team was your bench. Well, now, right? I mean, Robinson is not there, so now He's one out. of your bench pieces. He won't play reddish. Starter, right? He won't play reddish. Reddish, no. Uh, Derrick Rose is unplayable. So all these, right? We have all this depth in this whole bench, and you really don't. Well, no. I mean, Obi played ten minutes, and and Ducey played nine. Before it was the whole. Yeah, we, we, how many times did we talk about the bench unit? Rosen quickly. Yeah, but that was like one of the strengths of the team. Yeah, not anymore. No, not anymore. I not mean, anymore. Fournier doesn't get off the bench. I mean, it's just... Well, and he, sh- and he shouldn't. <laughs> and then a, I heard yesterday, when, when Bart finally made it to the show, uh, Bart and Hahn, 12-3, to uh, Alan, was, Alan brought up the fact that uh, Cam Reddish is represented by Clutch, who represents OG and Anobi. And are they... Are they cause, oh, so it's Leon Rose and CAA... Against with against clutch and the fact that Cam is a clutch guy and they're not playing him. How does that affect? It's great, awesome. It's great. O'Reilly Auto Parts—they're great too, and they offer convenient options for you to get your parts very quickly. Place your order at O'ReillyAuto.com and pick up that 
order at your local store. They'll even bring it to you curbside. You don't have to get out of your car or have your parts delivered right to your door with free shipping on most orders over $35. 1-800-919-3776. Let's get, um, let's get back to the call, shall we? And let's go to Aaron in the car. Good morning, Aaron. You're on 98.7. Hey, good morning, guys. Shout out to the company. How are we doing? We're doing, well, you know, we're hanging in there. We're annoyed today. I hear that. Uh, before I get to my next points, um, just want to say behind every great man, there's a great woman. And on behalf of the entire company, just want to wish the happiest of birthdays to Cassie. That's very nice. So nice, Aaron. Thank you very much. She'll be, she'll be really happy. She's probably listening right now. She'll be very happy that you said that. I love it. Hope you have an awesome day. Thank you, my man. Uh, but on the Knicks, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't get like, it. it I, don't, I don't understand Tibbs' inability to draw something up that at least creates a clean look. Like it's always put the ball in Randall's hands and let him play hero ball. Like I'm, I'm sick and tired of watching it. He's always double covered, and it's still he still tries to either go to the basket or, or powerhouse it or or just take a shot over two guys. I mean, I don't, I don't understand why the ball is in his hands in that spot. And to your point that you said earlier, that's why they brought Brunson in. And he's inbounding the ball there. It makes no sense to me. Uh, he was relying on the fact that Julius was going to draw the double team and that Julius would make the, make, make the right decision out of the double team. If I would have told you, and thanks for the call, Aaron, and thanks for the, uh, the kind words for Cassie, if I would have told you before that play that it's going to go to Randall and he's going to find the open guy, you would have said that sounds like a good idea or no? No. No, exactly. And I bet you almost everyone listening would say the same exact thing. That's not, that's not appropriate. We don't want that. It's not going to work. And much like you thought and you feared, it didn't work. No, no, I would say to him, listen, I love you. You know how much I love you. And then in, this, in these moments, I, just, it, I, don't, I feel more comfortable with Jalen Brunson having the ball and making it easier for everyone around him. But you shouldn't have you. to say, I love you. Like, you shouldn't have to, to coddle oh, you him. Massa- you got to massage egos, Dave. But why? Because uh, it's I mean- like you, because he'll quit like you do it in CMT. I'm out. So, so you think I have, I have uh, a lot of Julius Randle? No, I huh? think that you're somebody that needs their, their ego massage. So like, if, I, if we were doing a different. show, if we were doing a show, and someone else on the show, one of the other three of you guys, was clearly having a better show than me, I would say, run it through me, or I would say, you know what, let me take a step back. You don't need to explain to me. I get it. Run it through those guys. No, no, I think what you would do is he dropped the play, and it wasn't going through you, and you would say, that's it. No. Like Scotty no, no, Pippen. No. Like Scotty no, Pippen. I would, not, I would not do that. Yeah, you'd be like Pippen. I, I wouldn't even go out onto the court. Yeah, you'd be like Pippen. You'd be like, I'm, that's fine. I'm not going on the court. Even when RJ puts up these awful CMTs, I still, I still battle through. Yeah, but it takes some, it takes some work to get you back. I battle my way right through. RJ, please. I, ba- I battle. RJ. RJ's not going to talk to you support now. Support me, RJ. What no. are you trying? What, what are Santiago, you battling through? Support me. Santiago Six. Do you, do you think that, that I'm <laughs> Julius Randle of this show? You're stubborn, as you claim Julius Randle to be. You say you battle through. I mean, isn't that the definition of what Julius Randle's trying but to does, do? But, but Raymond, he doesn't battle through. It's I do, not I like battle. he just like he keeps his mouth this, shut and just battles through it. He has to quit first, and then you have to walk him through it. Well, that's his definition of battling through. Yeah, I'm but using I, a I loose definition here. I, I have lesser help than Randle sometimes. What? Like what is that? I'm it's just a saying. shot at all of us is what that is. Oh, I'm my, just saying, there, there are times when you look at the help that I have, and it's like, oof, Obi Toppin looks like a better answer than what I'm working with. At times. Not all the time. Sometimes. 
That's literally you ripping the ball. That that would be like if Julius Randle ripped the ball away from Jalen Brunson. Forget about the inbound. Just try <laughs> to you're take not it to the hole that. himself. If there was one player in the NBA that I said the play was designed for someone else, another player came over, ripped it out of his hands, and, and tried to attack the basket. That guy clearly every day would be Julius Randle. But I'm saying that's that's sort of what you do here on an everyday basis. Speaking of which, did you see the video of Julius Randle's son? Playing oh, knocking down team? the kid on his basketball team and, and taking the ball away? Yes. That was so cute. Uh, cute, but it was, I mean, it defined so many things. <laughs> Where do you think he got that from? I, I, hey, listen, well, if, that, if dad does it. <laughs> right? Uh, kids are the best, man. Let's get a mic in the car. Good morning, Mike. Hey, good morning, guys. Um, I have an issue with mediocrity, and that's what this team's teetering on. We're, not, we're never going to move forward with Randall. Time to trade him while we can. Do not trade for OG, OG from Toronto. It makes no sense. You're going to give up assets. going to set you back. It's time to, I don't want to say blow it up, but it's time to move on. And not only from Randall, but possibly from Tibbs, too. It feels like you missed your opportunity is what it feels like right now in this moment. What, with the Donovan Mitchell trade? Yeah. I'll tell you I'm what. Having a hard time, I'm having a hard time identifying who the next guy is going to be. I am tremendously disappointed and surprised that R.J. Barrett has, uh, you could almost say, taken a step back this season. Yeah, but, I mean, maybe there is something to be said about, I mean, the fact that it is Julius Randle's team and he's Tibbs' guy and he just hasn't had the opportunity. I'm not making excuses for him, but, like, uh, does he does he take it to a next level if it's, you know, it's just him and Brunson? Like, is it know. just in a, is, is, it, is it his personality to kind of just take a bit of a back seat? Maybe. Julius maybe, maybe, he's not, maybe he's not the alpha. But but here's the thing: do you do you want a guy who's not the alpha, right? No, I I don't. But I would also like it. I mean, if if you had, if your mindset was he's the third overall pick, and we feel like he could be a better version of Julius Randle, a perennial All Star, he could be. You know, well, he could develop that consistency. Then yeah, I would want to put him in the best you know the best position to to do that. And if I felt like this was holding him back, then... Oh, I agree with you. But but God forbid you move on from Julius Randle and R.J. Barrett doesn't take that next step. Now now what are you? Oh, now you're, I mean, now you're screwed is what it is. <laughs> exactly that. So that, that gets me anxious also. Well, it, it's just you're caught in this, in, in whatever you want to call it, it, the treadmill of mediocrity or whatever it is. It's just, I mean, it doesn't feel like, like, I, I don't know where it's headed because if you do make those deals, you're probably like, who knows if you even stay in the play-in. And then on top of that, like, if you do make a deal... Is that getting you through a first-round playoff series against Philly or whoever you got to play against? No, no. I don't think there's anything you can do realistically that gets you to beat any of those teams. That okay, would be so my why would you, So why would you start trading off assets then? Why would you start? What you mean? Why would you start trading off like draft capital and stuff? Right now, yeah. Right, like if if any move you make is not gonna it's gonna what extend a series a series to five or six games as opposed to getting swept? Yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah, I don't know. They're in a very difficult spot because they're right in the middle. They're not good enough to do anything, and they're not, not bad enough to wind up with one of the big players in this year's draft either. Thanks for listening to the DPHRO and Rothenberg podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York, the ESPN New York app, or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN.